Hello, my name is Henneke Watkis-Porto and welcome to My Daily Devotion, a daily bite-sized podcast for those wanting to enrich their souls and forge a deeper relationship with God. It is pure, unpretentious and raw, which flows from the heart, fostering gratitude, peace and a sense of abundance. It is episode 455 of My Daily Devotion, and today the reading comes from Matthew 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child and set him before them and said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless you repent, that is, change your inner self and your old way of thinking, live, uh, change lives, and become like children, trusting, humble, and forgiving, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives and welcomes one child like this in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble and sin by leading him away from my teaching, it will be better for him to have a heavy millstone as large as one turned by a donkey hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe, judgment is coming to the world because of stumbling blocks and temptations to sin. It is inevitable that stumbling blocks come. But woe to the person on whose account or through whom the stumbling block comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble and sin, cut it off and throw it away. From you, that is, remove yourself from the source of temptation. It is better for you to enter the enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into everlasting fire. If your eye causes you to stumble and sin, pluck it out and throw it away from you. That is, remove yourself from the source of temptation. It is better for you to enter life with only one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into the fiery hell. See that you do not despise or think less of one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven are in the presence of and continually look upon the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountain and go in search of the one that is lost? And if it turns out that he finds it, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine that did not get lost. So it is not so it is not the will of your father who is in heaven that one of these little ones be lost. If your brother sins, go and show him his fault in private. If he listens and pay attention to you, you have won back your brother. But if he does not listen, take along with you one or two others, so that Every word may be confirmed by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he pays no attention to them, refusing to listen and obey, I tell it, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile unbeliever and a tax collector. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whatever you bind, forbid, declare to be improper and, law- and unlawful on earth, shall be already been shall have already been born in heaven and whatever you loose permit declare lawful on earth shall have already been loosed in heaven again i say to you 
that if two believers on earth agree, that is, are of one mind in harmony about anything that they ask within the will of God, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, meeting together as my followers, I am there among them. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how many times did my brother sin against me? And I forgive him and let it go. Up to seven times? Jesus answered him, I say to you, not up to seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the accounting, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. But because he could not repay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and his children and everything that he possessed and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees and begged him, saying, have patience with me and I will repay you everything. And his master's heart was moved with compassion and he released him and forgave him, cancelling the debt. But that same slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And he seized him and began choking him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow slave fell on his knees and begged him earnestly, Have patience with me and I will repay you. But he was unwilling, and he went and had him thrown in prison until he paid back the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved, and they went and reported to their master with clarity and in detail everything that had taken place. Then his master called him and said to him, You wicked and contemptible slave, I forgave all that great debt of yours because you begged me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave, slave who owed you? Wow, I got messed up. Give me a minute, my friend. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. Let me go back from verse 32. But verse 30. But he was unwilling and he went and had him thrown in prison until he paid back the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and they went and reported to their master with clarity and in detail everything that had taken place. Then his master called him and said to him, You wicked and contemptible slave, I forgave all that great debt of yours because you begged me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave, who owed you little by comparison, as I had mercy on you? And in wrath, his master turned him over to the torturers, jailers, until he paid all that he owed. My heavenly Father will also do the same to every one of you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. This is the word of the Lord. Wow, wow, such a pointed, poignant lesson on forgiveness. And so many of us are like that. I know that I've been like that in the past. And and I have been like that on, on, on many occasions where God has forgiven me so many times. Yet, I find it hard to forgive. And sometimes I say that I forgive, you know. And then I realize that situation arrives. And the truth is, deep in my heart, I have not forgiven. How then can I be like this? Can I ask a loving God, a forgiving God who forgives, yet 
I am unwilling to forgive others. And even the Lord's Prayer asks that, you know, when we pray, forgive those who trespass against us, right? Even as God forgives us, right? And so if we are unwilling to forgive, God will not forgive us. Yeah, forgiveness is conditional upon the fact that we forgive others. Forgive those that trespass against us as Christ himself has forgiven us. So God, this morning as I come to you praying, I pray most of all, Lord God, for forgiveness. For a heart that is true, a heart that is pure, a heart that is forgiving and loving, a heart that is kind. Too many times, Lord God, we fall prey into being so self-righteous that we don't want to forgive others or debt as you have forgiven us through Jesus Christ. And so, Lord God, I pray this morning for all of us that are listening, um, all of us listening this morning to this devotion, Lord God, that I pray that our hearts will be one of forgiving, um, one of forgiveness, that that will be our default, Lord God. Help, give us a heart that is kind, a heart that is pure and true, a heart that overlooks, a heart that doesn't count, you know, count um, uh, things that people have done against us so many times. May we have a heart that will be forgiven 70 times 7. And then in, in some instances, it, it may be more. But sometimes, God, we easily cut others off because they've, they've messed with us one too many times and we feel like enough is enough. And we cut people off. I know I'm guilty of that. I, I easily cut people off because I think they've done me wrong too many times. And I, and I begin to play God. And I begin to you know, take the place of God where that is concerned. So, Father God, heal my heart. Heal my heart as I confess this morning. And I pray, Lord God, that those are listening, that you heal their hearts too, that the word would have convicted them this morning, Lord God. And so, our heart of forgiveness, Lord, our heart of forgiveness will be our default. Hear us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been my daily devotion. I'm Henika Watkins Porto. Catch me at henikawatkinsporto.com for all other things that I'm involved with. See you soon.